This glorious mess, Nailed and Failed Special, is brought to you by Big W, where there's everything for baby. Nailed and Failed. Hello and welcome to another edition of this glorious mess's Nailed and Failed bonuses. Now, this is really exciting because we love these bonuses because we have asked the listeners of this glorious mess to call up and tell us their Nailed and Failed. Yeah, I missed the first part the first one I was away. You did, Mr. Dado, you did. So can I guess that this is one of those things where truth is stranger than fiction? <laughs> and you go, can't make that up, has to be real, jeepers. Exactly. I'm Holly Wainwright. I'm the host of this glorious mess. And, and I'm Andrew Dado. I'm just Holly's sidekick. <laughs> I didn't realise you were the host. Sorry. That's awesome. Okay, I'm the co-host of this glorious mess. Epic nail. I've given myself Epic nail. a promotion. <laughs> I am the host. No, I'm the co-host of this glorious mess. And my other, my glamorous <laughs> assistant, Andrew Dano. Executive assistant. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. More First. coffee, Miss Wainwright. <laughs> First, we're going to hear from Sarah Jane, who implemented a new pocket money system in her house. So I'm not sure if it's a nail or a fail. It's, I think, somewhere in between. But basically, my son had been getting $10 a week pocket money. Um, but being that both me and my partner are both millennials, we often forgot to get the money out of the bank to give him at the end of the week. And we found ourselves in this bad habit of just buying him a toy while we were at the shop in lieu of his pocket money. And it started costing us upwards of $20 a time to buy him this toy. So we decided we'd open a bank account for him and we linked it to our accounts and we could just transfer the uh, pocket money straight over into his account. So we upped it to $20 a week and we just implemented the rule that he had to save for the school term and then he could spend up to half the money on the school holidays. It was going really great and he was so excited to see his bank balance go up that he started asking everyone around him to just give him money on his birthday, Easter and all these things. The first school holidays came about and he had already saved $350. We were at the shops and he was looking around something to buy and he realized that if he kept saving his money, he could buy even bigger things. So he just said to me, oh yeah, I'm going to keep saving. This was really awesome and it got to the end of the year and he had saved $1,000 by the end of the year. Wow. And I was so, so proud of him that I even had to do the little mum brag on Facebook about how much money he had saved and that he had just a single week of pocket money. And we were just doing a bit of shopping for back to school and he found a toy that he wanted and it was $40. And I said to him, oh, look, no, you've still got Christmas presents at home you haven't even opened yet. And he said, oh, well, can I buy it because I haven't spent any of my money this year. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay, like you haven't, you haven't, so I'll, I'll let you do that. But when we got to the register, I couldn't bring myself to actually let him spend his money and I ended up just buying it myself. So here I was thinking I was doing a really good job of encouraging him to save his money and earn his pocket money and I'm still just buying his toys for him. So he's eight and absolutely nailing it and I'm 28 and still failing it. <laughs> oh, my God. Sarah Jane, your eight-year-old has $1,000 in the bank. Wow. That's amazing. I was sure there was a drone coming in that story somewhere. <laughs> he's going to buy that's something. That's he's going to spend it on. No, that's amazing. It's amazing, but it's weird. 
Sarah Jane, you put like I I don't blame you for it, boasting on Facebook. Has it weird? No, no, weird is the wrong word. Weird is the wrong word. I don't want to be calling eight year olds weird. I apologise, Sarah Jane. What I mean is it's exceptional. It's it's exceptional. unusual. It's my daughter who is also eight. She wouldn't even have a concept of like the idea that her three hundred and fifty dollars could turn into a thousand dollars could turn into. So you're doing an amazing job at teaching your son about saving money. But you've got to let him spend some of that money, yeah. Sarah Jane. Yeah, or 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 uh, Sarah Jane, maybe uh, get him uh, interested in their uh, compound interest and how that works. Because you know, that thousand dollars when he's eight years old could really turn into something quite significant by the time he's sixty-five. Okay, so uh, compound interest, uh, spend a little. Uh, that's great. <laughs> Oh, I think you just traumatised this uh, mother and it's, her but it's actually No, that's actually true. There's an article in the paper about compound interest the other day. Oh that if you God. take... No, no. Okay, well, it went like this. No, no, but it's true, though. I've never done it. It's good. I barely saved a penny. I'm happy for you. I'm very happy for Sarah Jane and her amazing rich child. Just remember, Sarah Jane, that money is your money, really. So we shouldn't be too proud of him because it's your money that he's squirrelling away in there. But I'm very impressed. That he's saving it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Nail. Still in the uh, financial world, uh, Liz has the fail to end all fails involving a credit card bill of, uh, well, I'm not even going to tell you what the bill is, but she says she's handled it pretty well. Three children, youngest of whom left to her own devices and trapped for young players, we had given her the iTunes password and uh, come January at the end of school holidays get an American Express bill and my husband finds a 3,300 odd uh, iTunes bill um, that's been charged to our credit card. We then discover, he first thought that I had been doing some ridiculous amount of shopping and then we found out that it was an iTunes, it was from Apple, clearly, and when I dug into it, I discovered that our eight-year-old at the time had been downloading gems uh, via oh her God. games and basically because she had the iTunes password every time it asked her uh, whether she wanted to buy more gems she was just <laughs> buying more gems and she was racking up like about $150 at a time. The transactions had been going on over the entire school holidays and you know there was so many transactions and at no stage did anything register with iTunes for them to say, okay, a little bit excessive in the gem buying department, perhaps we need to contact the user? No. They just kept uh, racking up the expenses. And when we finally found out about it, the funny, I mean, it was it was not funny at the time. <laughs> the funny thing is it wasn't funny. It was funny. literally... I mean, I remember it literally. It was $3,360. She was off devices for a considerable period of time. Wow, 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 Liz. Liz, I love you and I love your delivery of that horrifying story. Never, ever, ever give the children the iTunes password. The funny thing was, and it wasn't funny, I mean, that's... (laughs) $3,300 on gems, which aren't even a real thing. I think you'd get cross about that, wouldn't you? You'd go, that that would be one. 
That'd be even the German parents would get cross about yeah. that. What do you think you're doing? Oh no! My God! My God! That's amazing. It's really interesting, Liz, because don't feel don't feel dumb, Liz. I know you don't feel dumb. Don't feel dumb because. It's easily done. We were talking um, earlier about kids and cyber safety. And the thing is, is I've just set my um, kids up with their own little tablets. They got them for their birthday. And there are very strict rules around them. Disclaimer, disclaimer. But when it said, do you want to always be alerted if your kids are trying to buy an app or whatever? I'm like, yes, I freaking well do. And they will have to put my password in. And I'm nev- they're never going to be able to learn that. Billy, if he had his way, he'd spend $5,000 a day on that stuff. Sure, but surely this should be something from Apple going $3,000 on gems. This is not you would think, you would really think... There must be some protection. You can tell that Liz is feeling that way and you would really think that it, kids spending that much money on games because it's not like you actually get... It's not like they're sending you gems in the mail. It's not like she's got a stack of diamonds in the backyard. What is? What do they do? They just. It's just for a game. It's just like gems are the things that you play the game with. I remember we had a parent on once who was telling us how she rewarded her little boy with this and sometimes it was $150 at a time. Wow. Crazy. There's some word game I play because I'm a word nerd. And if you want hints, you have to buy the hints. Of course you don't need the hints. <laughs> Amazing, I've never Liz. Bought a, I've never bought a hint. We feel for you. Eight years old. Spent $3,000. Good effort, That's Liz. Amazing. When, when they turn 18, when your daughter turns 18 or 17 and she wants a car, you go, bought it already. <laughs> Soza. Why aren't you like all the other mums? We got so many responses from all you lovely listeners. So here are some more of your brilliant nailed and failed stories that we just had to share. And it wasn't until he got to actually primary school that I didn't realise that he was seeing a urinal for the first time. And I remember he came home from his first day at school and he was telling me all about these fantastic toilets that they had in the boys' toilets at school. And he was saying, they're fantastic, Mummy. He said, you can do a wee and then you can wash your hands at the same time. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, well, the water just runs down the wall in front of you. You can just wash your hands on the water that runs down the wall right in front of you. And I was just like, oh, my God. I never told you what a urinal is. You don't touch that water. You failed it. My son, who's 10, swears like a sailor. It's something that he's learnt by example from me. And he'll say things like, Oh, that dickhead just, you know, really pissed me off. But coming out of his little angelic mouth, uh, it's horrifying. You failed it. They're about three and I just started teaching them about stranger danger. Teaching them what to say if somebody approached them or came near them, that sort of thing. And I taught them to put their hand up out in front of them and say loudly, Stop, I don't know you, you're a stranger, go away. The next time we went out to the groceries, they're in the shopping trolley, and every time anyone came within any proximity to us in an aisle, they put their hand out in front of them and yelled out at them, stop, I don't know you, you're a stranger, go away. <laughs> the whole way through the grocery shop. You nailed it. Once when we were driving past a cemetery and she called out, oh, look at all those beautiful sculptures. I just completely dodged that comment because I didn't want to enter into conversations about death and what happens when you die and why people are buried or can they breathe under the ground, etc, etc. You failed. I often walk around the house in my birthday suit to show my two daughters body confidence 
obviously when no one else is around and no one can see in the house, but they see the real female form. After a bath one night, my four-year-old daughter came into the kitchen before she'd put her pyjamas on and she was so proud and pointing at her pubic region saying that she had some hair. I said to her, oh, I'm not quite sure about any just yet, but you will get some when, when you're a bit older. You nailed it. This glorious mess. See, Big W, you get how parenthood really is a day-to-day proposition, right? And so things work, things don't work. You nail stuff, you fail stuff. And they are there with you for the entire journey, from pregnancy to the first bite, the first step, first birthday, preschool and beyond. And I can't tell you how much of a lifesaver places like Big W are when you can go in there and they've got everything you need in one place. Good prices too, so you never, you're not worried about trying things. And when you're a new parent and you've got a baby and you're not really sure what to do, that is an absolute godsend. Yeah, you want to buy T-shirts and paint on them, you can get them for five bucks, stuff them up, get another one. Indeed. You can nail parenting with a big parenting win from Big W at the moment, where until February the 14th, you can expect a mix of hot offers and everyday low prices across their range of baby and kids clothing and accessories. Everything for babies. That's a big win at Big W. The next nailed and failed we have is from Faith, who is dobbing in her sister. So my nailed and failed story isn't actually mine. It's my sister's and it's about my niece who is three. Um, She's decided to pick up on everything that is said around her. So for Christmas, she got a brand new bike and she was looking around for the helmet and she couldn't find it anywhere. Um, My sister, her mum said, oh no, Santa must have forgotten it, to which my niece sighed and replied, oh, what a wank. (laughs) (laughs) What a wank. Was that what a wank? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Faith, he's totally dobbing in your sister there because there's only one reason why she would have said that. And that's because she's heard somebody saying yeah, that. Dad. <laughs> that's why you can never say those things. Yeah. Don't your children often parrot things back and you're just like, oh my God, I said that thing? Yeah. Where'd you learn that? You, Daddy. <laughs> oh, all right then. Faith, well done on dobbing your sister in. It's not like our children would have ever said any rude words. You know, my favourite thing about this idea of other people's nailed and failed is that it just mirrors everything that happens in your own life and makes you feel better about your own normalness. (laughs) Because we're all a little bit insane, right? Like, and a lot normal. And a lot messy. Yeah. (laughs) Our very last story comes from Zoe in Wangaratta, who nailed the age-old question, Mummy, where do babies come from? I'm a mum to Emily who's five and Lachlan who's one. My fail is when I had a conversation with my daughter Emily in which I think I might have scarred her for life. She was four at the time and it was after talking to her about how I grew her brother and her in my tummy. She asked me, Mummy, how did my brother and I get out of your tummy? And I said, well, you came out of my vagina. She stood silent for a bit. She was processing this information and after a few moments she looked at me and said, hmm, I don't want to have a baby. I don't blame you, darling. I, I didn't know what to say, so I just thought, well, I'll tell the truth. It can be a nail because I used the right term, I guess, but it also could be a fail because I think I've scarred her. Oh, you have not. That is brilliant. That is brilliant, Zoe, because at the end of the day, truth hurts, kids. Truth hurts. 
Having a baby hurts. Is that what you mean? <laughs> well, having a baby really hurts. But I remember telling Matilda exactly the same thing, Zoe. She asked me once and I said, well, that's what happens. This is where it comes out of. And just like your daughter, she looked at me in absolute horror. The next conversation we had is where she just, she asked me if it was okay for women to marry women. And at that time, that was illegal. Thank God it isn't anymore. But she said, because I think I'd like to do that so I didn't have to have the babies. Wow. And her wife could have the babies. Wow. <laughs> wow. I know, right? That's amazing. She's smart, but the kids are smart. I don't think you I don't think you've scarred her for life, Zoe. Maybe when she's older, it will mean she is a little bit wary of, you know. So is there has anyone ever had the theory about what is the right thing? Because, you know, there's all those jokes You've got about... to tell them the truth. That's mm. what everybody, all the experts say, that you should do what Zoe from Wangaratta did and you should tell them the truth. And they will go, <gasps> and then, you know, what are you going to say? You could tell them the old Flintstones joke. How's that? Well... <laughs> Can you say that? Yeah. No? That, that, you know, Pebbles walks into the thing and says, Daddy, what's that? And he goes, that's my, that's my rock. Because where the babies come from, and he goes, well, you know, Daddy's Daddy's rock, Fred, I think it is. Did they have it was Bunny and I don't think what, this is going to make it to the show. Anyway, okay, so <laughs> they go, that's my rock, and then um, and Mummy, what's that? And he goes, the, my rock crusher. And he goes, I put my rock inside his rock crusher, and then out comes pebbles. Oh, my God. You don't remember that one. <clears throat> Zoe from Wangaratta's answer was much, much better yeah. than your Flintstones joke. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> this is a sponsored show. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we've got time for on this special Meldenfeld. We'd love you to keep them coming. I think we're just going to start yeah. putting them in the normal shows because they're so much fun to yeah. hear you guys talk about your nailed and failed. This show was produced by Rachel Wagner for the Mamma Mia Podcast Network. We will see you guys at mamamia.com.au, but also back on our main show every Friday. Bye. See you later. This glorious mess, Nailed and Failed special, was brought to you by Big W, where there's everything for baby.